Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about network security strategies for 2019. And it's my privilege to be speaking with Greg Young. He's Vice President of Cybersecurity with Trend Micro. Greg, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, it's my pleasure. So if we look at the threat landscape, we see OT, IoT, crypto mining, I could go on, but what are the network security threats that really concern you the most as we enter this year? All of those do, but I think the biggest one is going to be change, that you know, threats are going to continue to migrate, and as the threat landscape looks towards shortening the space between those dots of the attack and getting paid, we're going to see changes there. So first of all, crypto mining is going to become much more popular. It's a much easier kind of attack instead of having to ransom you, take over your computer and the like. We're definitely seeing that crypto mining is going to take over, which is where I use your resources to Bitcoin mine for me. So this is challenging for network security because we haven't typically been involved in resource monitoring, which is what this is going to involve. So this kind of change in landscape, but also change in the technology space. So as cloud changes, as we get into SD-WAN, other technology changes, security always follows that. That's probably the bigger threat. Now, Greg, how do you find that these threats are compounded by the growing skill shortage that we see globally? Yeah, there's two parts to the skill shortage. So the first is that as we add more safeguards, there's automatically the assumption that we're going to need bring people with those and we're just going to magically find those. That is uh, not the case. The second is as we get more and more of these feeds coming in, we get more alerts. The load on the people that we have uh, gets much more difficult. Get all of these low assurance alerts, piecing them together is very difficult. So we know we're not going to get the people. So I think relying more on technology. Machine learning is the biggest one. Most of the tasks that we're expecting our people to do in the alert monitoring space or the forensic space machines can do pretty well. It's not a lot of sort of organizational knowledge required or deep technical knowledge. It's it's just a lot of tasks that we've seen before. So that I think is going to be the biggest fix. The second part of the cybersecurity shortage, and it's real in one perspective, but I think it's a self-inflicted reality. So yes, there's this issue of that we were expecting people to fix everything and they're just going to magically find them, but also how we engage with our human resources and in fact, how what we expect from them to do in the security area I think he's really broken right now. So we've got to fix both of those. You touched on this some, but how do you see the technological evolution? I'm thinking particularly cloud migration impacting how organizations view network security. Yeah, this has really evolved. So when we saw a cloud starting, there was an abandonment of network security saying it's irrelevant now, right? Hosts are in the cloud. We can't see the, the network that is going on within the cloud provider. So therefore, you know, you network security people, you stay out. And that was the first phase. Uh, the bad guys wised up to that and they said, hey, look, there's hosts we can attack without having sort of any visibility in between those. This is a really ripe opportunity. The cloud uh, providers, to their credit, started to expose the virtual switching, the virtual networking. And this is what the promise has always been about software-defined networking, is that we're going to be able to see and be able to manipulate the underlying virtual networks. So this caught up a little late, but we were getting there. So now network security is being brought back into the room in the cloud environments, and that's a big change for them. So having been left out of the conversation, our network security folks are having to play catch up now and get back engaged. 
Um, and it's actually extremely valuable when you look at the areas, for example, of micro-segmentation, where you can manipulate and separate things based on uh, at the network layer. That is a really, really active area. Uh, in fact, it's one of the probably one of the highest growth areas in security is micro-segmentation and the technologies there. But it's not only on the off-premise cloud, it's also on the on-premise virtualization in cloud, for example, within your within your VMware or your customer premise side. So yeah, definitely this is, I think, the virtualization side is the biggest change, but also trying to piece together all of these sensors and increasing number of products that we have in feeds is the next. And last is multi-cloud. That's the new reality. So not only do our network security folks have to jump back into the conversation about uh, virtual security, but um, you have to link together across multiple platforms. Greg, I've had a chance to look at some of your research, and I noticed that there are four network security modes that you track as operations do move to the cloud. Can you describe those a bit for us? Yeah, it's a reflection again of this multi-cloud being the new reality. And what I mean by multi-cloud is that you probably have you know one primary cloud provider that you know of, uh, but the expectation is if you don't have more than one today, you're going to, and you probably already have more than one, you just don't recognize it, it's not official. But what this is, it's a way of addressing sort of how we're going to insert network security in the cloud or how we're going to deal with it. The first option, and it's the most common first step that people take or the first path, is to go to your cloud provider for your network security safeguards. So that's great. So for example, if you go to AWS, you can get a lot of their uh, network security safeguards from them, IDS, uh, some segmentation capabilities and the like. That's a nice simple step for a single cloud provider. Uh, downsides of that are that it's a single provider, so it won't work in your in your other cloud options. And often we find the the native controls are kind of a good enough security, but they're not best of breed. So they're kind of an entry level, which is fine for when you're at that stage. But if you're looking for really advanced security, you typically have to go to third parties for that. The next step, uh, the second one, is where you start to match uh, that with this virtual network security is finally exposed that you can start to have a look at the at the network controls. And when you start to mix these together, it, uh, it you know, that can be powerful. Uh, and that's probably the most common way we see uh, people moving forward is a mix of what the cloud provider gives you for network security controls and then mixing in some third party ones. It takes a bit of a juggling act to do that, but that's probably the most common one. This uh, sort of moves on to a hybrid, truly hybrid model is where you're taking the third party controls and you're really matching them across the multi-cloud. You know, a little less involvement of the cloud security, cloud services provider and more about the third party. Again, this is all a really network focused one, really maps to the traditional models we've had of defense in depth and, you know, east-west separation and those kinds of controls. The last mode we see, the last option is what we call an overlay. And that's where the environment is just so complex or is so uncontrolled. And that's a reality for some organizations is where you go with what we call an overlay. And that's where you're putting a uh, piece of code inside your servers. And these are tethered back to a central controller. So instead of trying to put a fence around sort of the horses, you're, you're putting reins on them through these overlays and uh, controlling them that way. And that's been a lot of the discussions around micro segmentation. Pure play providers has been, doing in that mechanism. That has pros and cons as well, but really this comes down to choices between what do you get from your cloud provider, what can you provide from third party or best of breed sort of point solutions, or do you go with a whole new model, a whole new architecture of this overlay where you're putting agents inside your servers and connecting those together.
Greg, you've mentioned micro-segmentation a couple times. How do you find that this trend is driving new IPS placements? Yeah, one of the downsides we have right now with our cloud providers is that none of them really provide any intrusion prevention or IPS. IPS has been a cornerstone of network security now for, you know, the last decade where, you know, firewalls have been there to say if A can talk to B, and that's been their role. But what A says to B and does that contain malware, that is with the role of IPS. So it's looking into that content. And that's been a, a fantastic advancement for security and why we've you know been so excited about it over the over the last while. Being able to protect an unpatched server or machine on the wire is incredibly valuable, especially in this era of IoT. So the role of intrusion prevention or IPS has increased with a lot of the trends we've had, but it not being available from the cloud providers has been a real challenge. So that first sort of cloud mode I talked about where you get everything from your cloud provider, you can't get IPS there today. This has been challenging now. Uh, so we've had now micro segmentation, so keeping stuff separate. So that firewall-like functionality of uh, keeping things separated, typically between layers in a architecture. But once again, there haven't been IPS there. We're starting to see that just emerge now. We've got options to reinsert IPS back into our, our cloud architectures and into our data centers, which are using virtualization. So we're in a way, we're making some ground up again. This has been a real blind spot that hasn't been recognized in the industry, but it's been really sort of a step backwards, a step back into the dark ages, uh, but it looks like we're advancing again. So being able to do it in cloud architectures, but also matching it with micro-segmentation implementations as well. Greg, we've covered a lot here in a short time, from threats to cloud to micro-segmentation. Given everything we've talked about, what technology trends do you feel are needed to improve network security? I think the biggest one has been uh, going back to basics, which isn't exciting, doesn't get headlines, but uh, patching and backing up. Uh, if you can fix the problem at the root, that is, uh, that's the best advantage. So again, if you're, if there's a great, or, or if there's a great sort of environment for patching established, then everything gets better in, in security. Your job of Deploying IPS, for example, it gets simpler because you don't have to be watching as many things. There's fewer alerts. That's the biggest step. But the second one is a leap forward into this much more advanced space of looking at the more advanced architectures. How are you going to secure not only your cloud, but multi-cloud? If you've got your three or four providers, what's going to be your solution for that? What's going to work across those? That's not going to overwhelm your limited numbers of people that you can deploy today. And also, are you going to be able to spot it at all? Do you have sensors within that? That, that can spot that. So I think the problems today really span a pretty broad sort of chasm between the basics of patch and backup and the most advanced areas of really advanced sort of cloud architecture and cloud network security, including virtualization and SD-WAN and segmentation. Well, Greg, very good. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you so much. Great. I think we've uh, solved all the world's network security problems in a short while, but uh, Hopefully this is a good uh, good discussion for our listeners and they can, uh, as a starting point, uh, follow on from there. There you go. In under 15 minutes, we've captured network security strategies for 2019. Again, I've been speaking with Greg Young. He's Vice President of Cybersecurity with Trend Micro. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much. <laughs>